Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Is you rolling? That's a lot of fucking shit to turn on. Bitch, I might be. Can you check that camera real quick and make sure I'm in it good and we don't have to lower that bottom seat? We're rolling, everyone. That was right in my fucking ear. <laughs> oh, the poor microphone. <laughs> Jesus. Well, we have to make sure that we're looking in all of the right places. Look at us. Look at us. Because we on camera, everybody. Yeah. One year later, and now you can see us outside of our sporadic Instagram stories. Yes. Let me take my fucking glasses off all these damn camera lights in my face. It's amazing. Yeah, we gotta make sure that we uh, rise up and crash, crash through. through. Don't forget, it's Doc and Ziggy with, the, with flood. the flood. Keep your death threats to 140 characters or less. I thought I was gonna have something to like go off of that, but then I was like, no. Nope, I mean, I you don't. Right in there. I don't. Right in there. So let's get to it. What do we got on the agenda today? Okay, so some cool stuff that we've got going on. Ooh, cool uh, stuff. We got the Avatar universe coming up. Oh. Uh, Mortal Kombat movies Avatar. coming out. Mm. We Ooh, have yeah, uh, yeah. Spider-Man 3 leaks. Hey, who the fuck asked for this? Hunter x Hunter's actually coming back! It's actually coming back. It's actually coming back! <laughs> uh, and I've had a, I had a really crazy experience with Verizon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Mysterious. And uh, some other stuff. <laughs> and some other stuff. All right, so what do you want to start with? I mean, let's roll into it. Well, I mean, I guess I should tell you about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's Verizon. Let's start there, mystery man. Let's start with your mysterious Verizon experience. Okay, so... Verizon made it so difficult. They were trying to take the golf clubs, yo. <laughs> so we ended I up, like how you keep trying to make this analogy happen. They were trying to take the golf clubs. They club. were trying to take you the golf clubs. You just feel like club. they were being dicks because you were leaving. Yes. And they wanted to make it as difficult as possible for you to leave so, their contracted service. So we finally get the SIM card transferred. Okay. And I turn on my phone. I'm like, okay, it's still turning on as Verizon. Okay. I was like, okay, okay, this is weird. Take the SIM card out. It's definitely activated. Put it into your mom's phone. Is it working? Yes, it's working. Call Verizon back again. Technical support. Verizon, how can we help here? While we're going through the automated menu, the uh, phone picked up something that I said in conversation and then was like, have a nice day. Cut off. So Tavon was just like, all right, let's not do that again. Wait. Unless you want to, and I'm like, no, what can Wait. we do? He's like, we Wait. can give you a free phone, you just have to pay taxes. And I'm like, yeah, let's just do that. Wait. So now my old phone is basically a glorified tablet. So you think Verizon is purposefully somehow using some kind of software to keep you from switching over to T-Mobile with that device? Stockholm Syndrome, yeah. So you're, wait, wait, wait. Because I'm trying to figure out if you're actually suggesting that Verizon has some kind of like <laughs> backup, like back end. Who's to say that malware they don't? Malware kind of. Who's to say that they don't? I mean, it. look, 
everybody was saying that at, for the longest time there was, there was that um, that Apple rumor, right? That Apple had that built-in, uh, what the fuck did they call U2 it? U2 album? No, not the U2 album. I heard people say they couldn't get rid of it for like a week. For the longest time, you couldn't get rid of this shit at all. Like, I'm over here, like, zoned out trying to think of what the fuck they call it. Um, that forced, um, that forced obsolescence shit that Apple does with their products. When, you know, the updates slow your phone down and all that. So you gotta right. upgrade to the newer model and all that shit. And I, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, you're the trying phones to, are built to break down. Right, right, right. But in this case, Verizon has some built-in backdoor shit that is keeping you from switching that device over to T-Mobile because they're like, nah, nigga, we want that contract. I think they just have the worst customer service. You can't service break this contract. Most... Blood in, and... blood out, dog. Ah! <laughs> blood in, blood out. Yeah. That's a great transition. That is a great <laughs> oh, transition. Oh, because into... who the fuck asked for oh. this? Yo, it's me. It's me, the guy who asked. What is this? But why? Hey, who man is this? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Who man is this? You serious? Speaking of contracts, speaking of selling your soul, speaking of really like diving head first into the so, um, edge lord shit. Today, today is Palm Sunday, yeah. right? Today's, is it, today's Palm is, Sunday. Is it Catholic? That's up to you. You got to tell me. I don't know. Is it Palm Sunday? It, it, is, it is Palm Sunday. Okay, so it's Palm Sunday. And, uh, you, you know, the, the wholesome Lil Nas X, everybody loves wholesome. his hip. His, his, his little country hip-hop song. The nigga that pranked everybody on, like, Twitter and made everybody thought that he got, like, fake boobs implanted. Like, that Mark, nigga. That, I don't know, but I know, that. That, I know this one you is in the that, joke. But you... <laughs> Are we short? This isn't a joke because you know April Fools is right around the corner. Yeah, like, this may just be some early shit. I've, I, we've seen Satan it. shoes. I can't wait. See, we got, we got cameras now. All we need is the green screen so we can really like show you. Look right there. Yeah, somewhere in this shot, maybe if I'm getting tricky with it. <laughs> na, 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 na. The Satan shoes. Satan shoes. The Satan were the Satan Force One. They announced Satan shoes on Palm Sunday. Yeah. So here's some information about these said Satan shoes. Hi. Um they cost one thousand Can we see the disappointment in my face? They can. <laughs> now they can see the disappointment in my face. I just, uh, this is some real edgelord shit, yo. Like, oh yeah, there's going to, it's going to cost $1,800. Is this spectacle art? Yeah, let me get through this. Okay, all right. There are going to be 660 <laughs> Wait, how pair. About, hold on, wait, I'm sorry. That's not, I was thinking about, you know, the esoteric meaning of all of this, and I completely lapsed over the price. What did you say? It costs $1,018. Ah! There are 666 pairs. Oh my god. Really? Really? That's just corny. They have a that's pagan star corny. on the front of them. There's a drop of human blood. I saw that. I saw it. There's a drop of human blood in the soul. Whose who's blood? In the soul. Whose blood? I don't know. Whose blood? The blood of Christ. Which really means it's just like shitty red wine. Yo, because I'm like, exactly. What 
fucking Nike employee did they pay to fucking, you know, donate? I don't know, like, okay, you said there's 666 pairs. Individually numbered. Do we think it's pairs or 666 shoes? It has to be pairs. It's an even number, so I feel like it could break down even. Who the fuck (laughs) asked for a shoe? (laughs) Can I get a left shoe? I just want the left one. Like, I don't want both of them. They're just selling. That might be a little bit of a curse, kind of like, you know, when Thanos got all... They're, yeah, they're making 666 have... individual shoes. Why? Yeah. Because they're donating all of them to amputees. <sighs> Did you see the video? The Call Me By Your Name video? That no. Dropped? Oh, ooh. I haven't even gotten through all of the details oh, of these shoes my yet. God. I feel like I want a live reaction of you. I'm going to put it on mute, but I totally want a live reaction of you watching this for the first time so the uh nope don't you don't you go nowhere don't go nowhere folks because ziggy is about to watch the call me by your name video for the first time we're gonna have a react video oh this is gonna be great what the fuck in life we hide the parts of ourselves we don't want the world to see that shit looks like alice in wonderland we tell them no we banish them but here this is trippy. Welcome to Montero. This is just Black Panther. No, don't do that. To no, Black it's Panther. it's definitely. Don't you dare do that. I mean, there are some people. The who imagery will be, at first, I was like the tree. He's sitting I mean, underneath look, the tree. Okay. Now it's it's very like like uh, Ashanti. Okay. No, not not like the singer, but like the uh, Anunsi. That's his name. It's very fantastical. Yeah. Um, I it's. It gave me, like, black Fantasia vibes. Yeah, definitely um, getting the Fantasia vibes. But it's about to go to a whole nother, like, place here in a minute. I'm going in this shit, okay. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh... What? What? <laughs> this is not gonna translate over. Oh my god! That dude looks like Chris Tucker in the fifth element! Yeah, this is yeah. Carmen! <laughs> what? A sign of the times every time that I speak. A diamond and nine, it was mine. Okay, he's in chains. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say describe for everybody. He's in chains. He's in a coliseum full of rock people, and he's getting hit by. Are those beer cans? And now there's an angel. It's very vaporwave. Like this is very vaporwave. What I'm seeing right now. I mean that angle with that oh. angel is really what? Now he's sliding down a giant stripper pole, and he looks. He looks like Jinx from League of Legends. What? Okay, I'm starting to understand the Satan shoes. And bingo. Here we go. Alright. Oh, wow. Yep. This is what I wanted to react on. Oh, wow. Straight up walking into an infernal palace of... He's walking... He's giving a lap dance to Satan. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Describe for the people. What? Oh my god, Satan is sitting next to two- Oh, he's got two giant skulls on his fucking throat and he's straight up just like licking Satan. Satan's not even reacting. Oh my god. Like there's still- He just broke Satan's neck! And now he's wearing Satan's crown. This all makes super so much sense now. Wow. Fucking wow. I feel like I was unwillingly like indoctrinated into something when I watched it. Um, and or, not hearing the song, I had no idea what was going on. And, you know, I didn't even, I'm not going to lie to you yet, but I mean, you can listen to the song on your own. Um, I didn't, and I'm not, okay. Here we go. Let the hate mail fly. Because I didn't 140 characters or less guys. I didn't care for it It's all a spectacle stunt. That's why I said this is a spectacle art and I don't oh, I, this is definitely spectacle Yeah, art. I this don't, is this is just going shock I don't I don't yeah, it's this is just going for shock Out of my league. This is not my market. Um, so this is Suppose this is probably my delegations market. I'm not gonna bark on this at all like I'm not gonna I'm really not gonna talk about it because for who, whoever it's for, um, they may find something truly like inspirational and justifying and like, you know, something artistic about it, right? Me, on the other hand. I mean, like, <laughs> the, the, the setting of hell that he was giving Satan a lap dance in. Also, what the? Does, why did Satan look like John Quincy Adams? This. What? <laughs> No, you didn't. Why? <laughs> John Quincy Adams, though? No, okay, so, like, this also gave me, like, jackass vibes, right? Like, this yeah. felt like something Johnny Knoxville and uh, Steve-O would condone. Rest in peace, Ryan Dunn. Rest in peace, Ryan Dunn. I didn't mean to laugh at that. I feel like also gave me Marilyn Manson vibes. Like, I feel like Marilyn Manson being the edge of the Yeah, that himself, definitely would be something I could see Manson doing. He's, he's sitting back like, yes, my proud child. <laughs> like, make them, make them squirm. Because it's definitely what it made me do. It, it made me squirm. Um, not because I'm a homophobe, but because I just feel like... So there's something really supposed there's something really important about these shoes. So is there something important loop, about these they, shoes? They have I mean as far as like what the shoes are designed, yes. Okay. So they cost $1018, right? They have Luke 1018 stitched in the side. And here is what uh, Luke 1018 says. He replied, "I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven." I mean, what is your take on that? After watching the music video and knowing who this is coming from, and like, are we, and knowing that this is spectacle art. Branding and cash grab. Right. So you think it's just branding and cash grab. You don't think that there's any like real meaning behind that shit, right? Like, of course, the person who I guess is behind the marketing had some kind of like meaning when they thought I mean about the Church it. of Satan the the verified Church of Satan did tweet back saying hey yo let us get a pair <sighs> I'm over it <laughs> I'm over it I just don't know who the fuck asked for that yeah that's what I'm saying I don't yeah I mean who asked to get Satan a lap dance apparently gay Satanist asked for it and um 
They're here for it. I'm not. I wonder what the percentage of Satanists <laughs> are gay. I still wonder if it's real because didn't Nike release a statement saying that they yeah, have Nike no released parts a statement saying they have no part of it and that they're custom. No parts in this, guys, because I saw people quick, quick to be like, "Well, I guess that's it. I guess I'm not wearing guess Nikes I'm not wearing anymore. Nikes anymore. Follow my Lord Jesus Christ." <laughs> and I'm look. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Like faith over the sneakers, right? <laughs> but Nike jumped in quick to be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa." Hold up. That's too much for us. Like, Kaepernick, that's one thing. Yeah. Satan? Nah. Nah. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. All the fundamentalist, like, right-wing nut jobs would be like, see, see, Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> Hillary Clinton, pedophile. Obviously. Obviously. All right, so do you want to do something a little more serious or do you want to run down some uh, fun media updates? Let's start with the fun media updates. Like, Evan Peters has been cast to be Jeffrey Dahmer in the new. So we start with more like fun media updates and we start with Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. I mean, what, what else do you guys think is fun? You don't think. Hunter x Hunter! <laughs> Hunter x Hunter is actually coming back. That's pretty much all I need to say. It's fucking great. It's fucking great. Everybody watch. (laughs) So apparently Netflix has a new special coming out called Monster. Monster tells the tale of one of America's most infamous killers who was convicted of murdering 15 men and boys with methods including mutilation, necrophilia, cannibalism, Dahmer was later killed in prison by a fellow inmate, but the series will focus on the perspective of Dahmer's victims and will also look at the police incompetence and apathy that allowed the Wisconsin native to get away <clears throat> with a multiple murderous killing spree. For multi-years. For Multi-year killing spree. Multi-years. Multiple years. Multiple years. Many, more than one year. Several years. And they have found their Jeffrey Dahmer, and it will be our Quicksilver, <laughs> Evan Peters. How do you? I mean, not my Quicksilver. Look, <laughs> <laughs> look after his roles on like American Horror Story, I can buy it. Yeah, no, I totally see it, yo. So I mean, so Boondocks you... are getting a 2022 update. <laughs> <laughs> 20, I saw all kinds of posts flying around like Facebook and Twitter and shit about them finally wrapping up production and um, something about, I saw something about like King Batch and his son JD responding to the recasting of Pops, but I hadn't read any of the articles yet, so I can't really speak on that too much until I really sit down and look because more into it. Because John Weatherspoon? Right, but not even just that, but they're so secretive with it. It's so hard to, like, like I said, all I can find are these rumors that don't really hold any weight to them. They kind of kind like of... I've been waiting for Hunter x Hunter the same way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just keep dropping these little crumbs and they're like, 
we might be back at it. We might not be back at it. Like, and you can imagine the boondocks in this day and age would be fucking nuts. Someone else that keeps dropping little crumbs, but we know is coming soon. You know, like I think next month coming soon is Mortal Kombat. The <laughs> directors of Mortal Kombat recently released an article with, I believe, IGN, where they talked about all the like fatalities and really like trying to stay true to like the fans like desire for the gore. Like, Not really the desire for gore, but like what? Nah, what it is the desire what I mean, it is the desire gore. for gore, but like. Mortal Kombat, like, that is Mortal Kombat. Exactly. If they're not, they're not Mortal Kombat. So, look, that's what they're saying, right? So, when you think about Mortal Kombat, you think about, like, the gruesome... Like, ripping somebody's spine out of their back. Flawless victory. (laughs) Falling down into the pit. Like you said, the get over here, the spike through the fucking ribcage. Like, yeah, the ripping somebody's head off and the spine attached and all that shit. Yep. Like... All of that. They said they are trying to push the limit, like the rated R limit to the like NC-17 point. Like it's supposed to be off the wall. Like they went and they said they're trying to meld together the CGI with like a sense of realism so that it doesn't look corny when they do it. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Kong vor- Kong versus Kong versus Godzilla. That's dropping to. So there's today? another. There's another really good one. So um, you know how Netflix has just been fucking up Avatar to the point that the Avatar people left. Oh yeah. Nickelodeon is open is giving those two an entire studio to make an Avatar universe. An entire studio for those two to work by themselves. Yeah, because I heard they were like, I heard they got all kinds of shit in the uh, mix. That's another one, yeah. All these rumors keep dropping that I'm like looking for more and more like actual. This one's actually confirmed. I So this is actually huge yeah. for Avatar fans. So you can expect probably I mean, everybody's been wanting the Avatar Kyoshi series. Yeah. Who's the Avatar before Aang? Um, I want an Avatar Wan series, who's about the first Avatar. Hmm. So that's actually really, 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 really exciting. Because yeah, fuck no, Netflix. that is crazy because I didn't fuck even Netflix, get that. Fuck thing. Netflix. Fuck Konami. Fuck Hulu. <laughs> fuck Laura Ingram. Fuck them shoes. Fuck your stupid ass face. My president is. You see this man? Biden you and. See this man? My Lambo is. But Tesla's blue. <laughs> Tesla. Tesla. Uh, so, uh, Godzilla drops uh, March 31st, so that's in a couple of days. Yeah, so and that's actually days. that's actually got everybody really hyped. Yeah, yeah. I might, it might actually, I, I mean, I'm glad I'm I had way the more, HBO Plus okay, subscription for Hot this. take, hot take. I am way more hyped to watch Kong vs. Godzilla than I was to watch the Snyder Cut. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get it. The Snyder Cut was basically, it felt like, it was well, good. gotta do it. It was good. From somebody who didn't watch the first Justice League movie, it was good. And um, uh, I'm I'm psyched to see this Kong vs. Godzilla shit. And so, then there's rumors that Mecha Godzilla might show up in this shit. 
So. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, as as long as they don't overdo it, and they're just like Mecha Godzilla and Mothra and. <laughs> My man said, don't shoehorn all... No, I feel like... But that's what they're opening up for. Right? I'd be like, like what is this? Is, Joss Whedon's Justice League? They're really, like, trying to bring back, like, the kaiju. Like, I mean, with Pacific Rim and... And kind of, like, when you think about it, uh, fucking Transformers, right? Yeah. And, like... And Magic the Gathering. If they do... If they're... Because they got these Beast Wars rumors that they're talking about doing, like, a Beast Wars movie, like... That shit... Be an optimist, or be an optimist prime, not a negatron. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> and then uh, there's uh, one other that I'm really excited about. So look up the cast, because I know the cast is actually going to be really star-studded. And uh, HBO is doing a docu-series on the rivalry between the Lakers and the Celtics in the 1980s. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. And they have they have like serious casting. I remember John C. Riley is in it. Adrian Brody is starring as Pat Riley. So according to IndieWire, the cast for HBO's upcoming drama series about the 1980s Los Angeles Lakers NBA team and is Celtics. coming together. <laughs> and Celtics. <laughs> Uh, Variety reported on Tuesday that Adrian Brody, who starred in films such as The Pianist and Brody is among several high-profile talents who will appear in the series. Others include Jason Clark from uh, Zero Dark Thirty, Jerry West, a 14-time... No, John C. Riley. Hold on. John C. Riley. Oh, yeah, you're uh, right. Jason Clark is Jerry West. Jason Clark as Jerry West. John John C. C. Riley is Jerry Buss, the owner. Okay, Quincy as Quincy Isaiah as point guard Irvin Magic Johnson, Solomon Hughes as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Molly Gordon as Linda Zaffarini. Yeah, it look it has me really excited because HBO. If HBO is at the head, I have a lot of faith. Yeah. HBO doesn't typically make bad shit. No, not at all. Um, it that looks interesting and it sounds. <laughs> I mean, how could it not be? Right, the like, 1980s Celtics Lakers. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. One, one of the golden eras, greatest, and like one of one of the best rivalries. One of the best rivalries in sports. Yeah, at least yeah. for an athlete versus an athlete. So that's gonna be clutch. Um, Spider Man leaks keep dropping. You know they're saying uh, Doctor Doom or not Doctor Doom, uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange may have a cameo. Um, producers from the set tweeted pictures of. The uh, Strange's Menagerie of Madness uh, set or whatever. Like, so there's a good chance that the cameos are just not a good chance, but the cameos for Spider Man, just like I said, keep stacking up. We've got Andrew Garfield has been confirmed. It's just, I swear, this point. it's literally Marvel confirmed. just being like, fuck all of you other studios. Yeah. Whenever your contracts are up, we could go right back to where we were. Yeah. Yep. That's that's my whole theory on the the third Spider-Man. It's literally just a way for Marvel to all-encompassly bring all of the uh, X-Men related stuff and all all of the Sony, the Sony Spider-Man stuff, so they can just gobble it all up, and then whenever they lose the rights, can just drop Tom Holland back in like nothing ever happened. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, you know. Like, I wouldn't put it past them to pull, like, especially because. 
not just Andrew Garfield, but uh, fucking Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Like, and then there's rumors that like other villains from and other cast members. Yeah, the Doc Doc Ock from the second Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire is is going to be in there. So. Yeah, nah, this will definitely leave them open to just... Like I said, just gobble them all up and drop Tom Holland back in like nothing ever happened. And in other superhero, back to flip-flopping back to DC, there's rumors, or I don't know if it's a rumor or if it has actually been confirmed yet, but Pierce Brosnan will be starring as Dr. Fate in the Black Adam movie. What? That yeah. sounds hype. Pierce Brosnan is one of those actors I'm like, yep. I forget he exists, but when yep. I, whenever I see him, I'm like, you're the man. He's my favorite Bond. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Is he? He's my favorite Bond. Okay. I kind of, you know, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, like, also though, also Daniel Craig. I mean, damn. See, this, this is a hard discussion. I could feel Pierce Brosnan because that's the Bond that we were, like, that's first introduced Bond. to. Yeah. Yeah. And then you think about, like, N64 and all that shit. It's Goldeneye it's, Bond. Yeah. It's cemented. Right. Those movies are fucking great, though. What was the one with... The Day After Tomorrow? Where he surfed the fucking title, like, the melting ice cap wave? Like, come on. Like, oh, that was the one where he, where the Bond girl was Halle Berry. Yeah, exactly. That one, no, like, come on. The Day After Tomorrow was good, though. It's no, it's not The Day After Tomorrow. It's Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies, that's or it. some shit like that. Yeah, no, I like Bond movies, but... <laughs> yeah, so to see an ex-Bond in... A DC movie that's gonna be pretty interesting. And as Doctor Fate, Doctor Fate's yeah. one of those coolest, like a really cool character. I yeah, I'm waiting to see how they're gonna introduce him. How this like whole Black Adam thing is gonna like work out, right? Because it's got The Rock as Black Adam, so I'm wondering. That has me like, I'm like, eh. is are there go? But it could go either way because you know The Rock has great comedic like ability. Yeah, but the thing so... is, is I feel like The Rock's almost too big. To be Black Adam, <laughs> like, uh, it's also really think hard. Think about for... like how big Shazam is. <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait and see. I'm, I'm, yeah. That's what. That's essentially what I'm saying is I'm pretty like intrigued here to see what this Black Adam movie is gonna be like, and to see that Doctor Fate is gonna be like the, and I, I guess would he be the antagonist in the movie? Doctor Fate. You know, I imagine him as being like because uh, Black a guiding, Adam is a guiding neutral force for Black Adam, though, who is essentially a villain. I mean, he's not anti-hero. Yeah, I guess. but Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate. All he does is just try to keep everything in order. Yeah, that's fair. And to keep Amazo trapped. Trapped. <laughs> This is gonna be wild. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, I think that might be all in movie news. I think we, have. we need to take a break. I know you were trying to start with something relevant, but I'm hijacking it. Oh God, here we go. Title shifts. Oh, buddy. <laughs> You were scared about these when I told you I had some. Yeah, I'm always scared about these when we do them because they're always so random. John Stewart. Okay. And John Wick. So, 
Do you want to see Keanu Reeves host The Daily Show? And I also or... want to see Jon Stewart go postal. Yeah. See, this is a dark, this is a dark edge um, that we're walking here because I was about to make, you know, a Jon Stewart going postal in the Senate joke, but that actually happened, so we can't joke about that shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, what up. do you think John Wick hosting The Daily Show would be like? <laughs> Keanu Reeves hosting The Daily Show? Oh, God, that would be so chill. It would be. <laughs> Pretty late. Until back. they kill his dog. Until they kill his dog. All right, what's your next title, shift? Bruce Banner. Okay. And the Bruce Hulk. Lee. And Bruce Lee. So the Hulk with Bruce Lee's martial arts skill. So, and, and Bruce Banner acting in kung fu movies. So my question here, I guess, is how long does it take Bruce Lee to calm down the Hulk? Right, because the whole in the beginning of the in the beginning of like the Hulk comic book, the whole dynamic here is is that Banner has no control of the Hulk. Right. I actually think Bruce would probably master control because he's he he's like water. Exactly. Bruce Lee is very in tune with himself. <laughs> That's why I said so. How long do you think it takes before Bruce Lee controls the Hulk? The Hulk. Because the Hulk is his own, like, thing, right? Yeah. Right, right, so... Oh, man, the fucking Bruce Lee Hulk? That's like an unstoppable fighting it, machine. It, that's kind of my boy. That is unstoppable! <laughs> right? Because other than that, you're talking about Bruce Banner as Bruce Lee, and that's just James Carradine. Like, da uh, or David Carradine. David Carradine? Yeah, that's just David Carradine, <laughs> so... So I'm more in, I'm more intrigued by this idea of Bruce Lee being doused with what was it gamma radiation? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It, it, so do you have another? Time I have one more. Okay, one more. Laura Croft. Uh huh. And Laura Ingram. What? <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. When. When you, there's always one of these. Every time we do these title shows, and I'm just like, what exactly do you expect to happen here? Because Laura Croft is a treasure hunter. So do you want Laura Ingram to hunt for treasure? Or do you want Laura Croft to also be a right wing nut job I who think hunts I'm for more treasure? Towards, I think I'm more along the lines of, a right-wing nut job who hunts for treasure and hosts the fuck. Laura Ingram as Laura Croft being a right-wing crazy treasure hunter. Okay, so could I'm, you just imagine her like I'm gonna, doing all no, of the Laura Croft shit no, and just bitching the entire time? No, I'm gonna blow your mind here because are we really assuming that Laura Croft isn't already right-wing? She is very rich. She was born rich. She hunts for treasure in her spare time. There's no way you're not gonna tell me she also doesn't preach nationalism and imperial. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> she is usurping cultural treasures from their home. She is. She is. For the sake of- So the Laura Ingram report would not change? No. No, not at all. I could imagine Laura Ingram Laura would Croft, definitely talk and bitch more than Laura Croft. I could imagine that Laura Croft would be a frequent guest on the Laura Ingram show. You know, every time she got, or they tried to cancel her for stealing, you know, ancient artifacts from, you know, ancient land. <laughs> She'll be like, fine, cancel me. All of the canceled people will get together. <laughs> all right. 
So, those are all of the title shifts I have. Title shifts for the day. Bruce Lee Hulk, that's a monster. <laughs> that's a monster. Uh, speaking of a monster, COVID-19 is ravaging Brazil. <laughs> yeah, you like Brazil how I did that? Is now... You like how I did that? Bang. Brazil is yeah. now the epicenter. Yes. Woo! America came in second! Yeah. <laughs> you know. And you know what? If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> I hope... Hopefully this doesn't last much longer. Um, Brazil has over 12 million confirmed cases with their death toll ranking up to 301 as of last recorded. They have over 10 million recovered. So, um, you know, it's just in their president, they have like a fucking Brazilian version of Donald Trump over there, Jair Bolsonaro. Um, 2.8 million deaths worldwide. It's not looking good, man. <laughs> it's really not looking good. And uh, the people of Brazil are extra worried because they have vaccines, but they don't have a huge supply of vaccines. Also, the vaccine rollout isn't really up to par with what the scientific community is preaching. And a lot of their doctors are worried that a new variant will you know, pop up out of this. So it's just something to look out for. You know, as the world continues to, you know, push their vaccination efforts, their doctors are kind of worried that, you know, Brazil's lack of effort may inhibit everybody else's, like, you know, spread if a new variant is to pop up out of Brazil. Yeah. You know, it could make all of this vaccination push pointless, essentially. Wear your masks, everybody. Um, on and on the good side of things, Krispy Kreme is giving out free donuts if you show up with a vaccination card. Woo! <laughs> Krispy Kremes are amazing. Um, this may only be in the San Francisco area or the Bay Area. It's still great. Yeah. Um. So starting Monday. Proof of a vaccination card will get you one free donut a day for the rest of 2021. So <laughs> anybody need breakfast, you know where to go. And you don't need, you know, proof of both vaccinations as long as you went and got your first one. You can still get a free donut per day. Don't get um, your vaccination too when you can. A Krispy Kreme donut representative, <laughs> Dave Skeena. That has to be. I wonder. How good of a job that is. Krispy Kreme public relations <laughs> representative. Said you probably a, don't have to do much, no. which is nice. Said in a press What did Krispy Kreme say about this political stance? Well, nothing? <laughs> All right. Uh, look, he said in a press release, we want COVID-19 to be behind us as fast as possible, and we want to support everyone doing their part to make this country safe by getting vaccinated as soon as vaccinations are available to them. So, I mean, can you imagine even if just like in the middle of nowhere, Krispy Kreme tweeting, Krispy Kremes are for everyone. What? And then they'll be like, are you saying? <laughs> okay, no, but what I'm saying is we need to get 
Krispy Kreme down to Brazil, my nigga. That is what I am saying to you. Yup. <laughs> Brazil is currently out of control. And the only person, the only corporation, because this is America, and here we rely on the corporations this to is do America. everything. <laughs> we need to send Krispy Kreme down to Brazil. That's what. I, that's all I'm saying. All Who's I'm not saying. better with a Krispy Kreme donut? <laughs> Who's not happier with a, with a, with? I'm pretty sure. They would love Krispy Kreme down in Brazil, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, in more six sad world news, <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> hey, Georgia, we see you. What's going on, guys? Hey. <laughs> Georgia's legislature has passed a highly partisan bill over high overhauling overhauling their state's voting laws. Um, laws that would prohibit the handing out of food and water mm-hmm. to people waiting in line. Um, some laws, however, that were proposed were kind of like, you know, renegotiated and everything. Like, instead of um, cutting back early voter access, they actually expanded and um, they expanded early voter access on like weekends and things like that i think they uh extended times and things like that um they did however also limit drop box use like when and where you could uh drop your early voter ballots off at um the drop boxes i only have one thing and to the say locations to all that of they this. will post for them i only have one thing to say to all of this they lost their senate seats right Right? (laughs) Right? Yeah, but even though their senators are Democrat, the Georgia legislature is still overwhelming. That's why I'm saying. Exactly. Because they lost those two seats. That's how. The state is trying to make it so so they won't. Next time. Still, because they still still pass that law that will require proof of ID when you mail in your voter's register, your voter ballot. It's the beginning of more of this fuck shit. There are more laws on the books in different states with this kind of, like, fuckery. It's wild to me that this is happening, and it just makes it more important that we continue to pay attention because, like, you know, these uh, Senate seats and stuff are up again in two years. So... In other sad, sad, pathetic news... The Independent named Prince William the sexiest bald man alive. (laughs) Uh, This is is a red herring to distract from the fact that Harry was roasting them. But also, really, like, The Rock? I was getting ready to say, does The Rock not exist? Um, Space Ghost? (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, Patrick Stewart. I mean, he actually got that before, so... The Silver Surfer. Bruce Willis? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. I... I understand I'm not giving it to Michael Checklist. <laughs> That's just insane. Uh, Chet, did you see that uh, Chet Hanks was trending again the other night? Because he uh, posted an Instagram video where he proclaimed loudly for all to hear that it was going to be white boy summer 
and he <laughs> he said he felt it in the air that it in his bones it was calling to him white boy summer um and he said he didn't mean like you know good old boy pickup truck white boy summer he said like him and jack harlow and john b that kind of a white boy summer white people stop talking about being white just stop and who was it that you said named William the sexiest bald man alive? The Independent. The Independent. <laughs> the Independent just, you know, may have added to that. Maybe they're throwing their chips in and they're calling it. It's gonna be White Boy Summer. And I mean, does I, does Harry add to that? You know, with his, maybe he's the one that started it, right? You know, Harry's the hot ticket item because everybody's like, he protected his woman. <laughs> and I mean, he did. Props to Harry. Yeah, and then that meme of him with the fingers got What the hell is their last shit? name? Um, <laughs> I don't. Okay, so in other news, up. Do you really want me to? Yes, I want to know what royal family. Oh, uh, Windsor. Which royal family it's they are? Windsor. Windsor. Yes. When did the Windsor yes. family take the throne? Oh God damn it! You really want me to look up when the Windsor family took the throne? I do. In in 1901, the House of Saxburg Coburg or Sax Coburg. God damn it! Yo, you really got me trying to read this fucking. <laughs> Anglo-Saxon bullshit. Yeah, let's get the black guy to read the whitest white shit. Uh, I don't know. So somewhere between 1901 and 1917. Lighthouse. Run the numbers. Queen Elizabeth II's been there for most of it. Oh my god, that means she might just be like the second sitting monarch of the family. Immortal. <laughs> Uh, what well, the I'm a 228-year-old vampire. <laughs> Have you watched any of Captain Falcon yet? Captain Falcon Marvel, Marvel. Captain Falcon Winter Soldier Desu-chan? Yeah, I have. <laughs> How is it? How? It's it's getting good. Uh, they finally have Sam and Bucky interacting. They definitely like fucking hate each other. Ah, uh, okay. So this is a love-hate kind of like. So this is this is your typical like. Odd couple. Hero villain handcuffed together episode. Oh, okay. Type of yeah, thing. From yeah, what like I'm your odd couple kind of situation. Like they have to do it together. Grudgingly working. Okay. And it's all based over the fact. So because they have that new Captain America. Because yeah, um, Falcon gave away the shield or put it into the museum. Yeah. And now Bucky's like, that's the big thing. It's like you never had any right to give away the shield. Like that's Cap's legacy. He gave it to you. Oh, okay, so that's where their beef kind of stems from. And and Sam's damn, like, yeah, it never his... felt like it was mine. Oh, okay. So I was wondering what his whole... Sam said, like, he did it because he did what he thought was right. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he didn't feel... And like... they just diametrically are opposed I, to I'm what kinda... they thought was right. Yeah, I kind of disagree with it. I don't feel like that's fair. I feel like maybe... Sam should have leaned into the Captain America role a little bit. Like, how hard? Yeah, I don't... Mm, mm, I don't like that. I, I don't... I do not approve. <laughs> so you're on you're on Bucky's side? Yeah. 
I'm on. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> yes. I'm on team white man here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that deep, though. No, but seriously, I kind of disagree. Like, I don't. Even based on the way Sam has been in the MCU so far, I feel like he could have stepped into the role and been fitting for the role. The new Captain America, it's, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. It's, he tried to work with them. No, it's clear that Marvel did that, right? Because they're not ready to make... They're not ready to make Sam the actual Captain America because they're not ready to give... Well, they might be doing it at the end of this season because we know that from the trailer, we know that he's going to have the shield again. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. You Googled... You I literally know. Googled Captain Falcon. I know I did. Shut up. Shut up. Show me your moves. Oh, God. Anthony Mackie, yeah, there. I'm, I'm wondering how much of this is actually like a chess game on <laughs> whether Anthony Mackie is going to be cast as the new Captain America. You know, or you know, will on, uh... they leave the role? But will they, or will they ambiguously leave, or will they leave the role ambiguous enough to allow them to actually cast a new Captain America like they have? In the, or for the show purposes that we're seeing. You know on uh, the Wii, when you're like making your me, Anthony Mackie actually has a head shape that fits a me. <laughs> that fits a me character? Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's so fucked up. But I see what you're talking about, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so fucked up. Yeah, but I guess I should watch the show so I can decide for myself. If um, his face looks like a me character? No, nigga, if they are actually going to allow Anthony Mackie to be the new Captain America, or if they will cave to middle America. So I will, I will say, <laughs> and so replace far, him with a white man. <laughs> so far. So far. I really enjoy it. Okay. However. However. My reaction to the first two episodes is probably about the same, but I think I like WandaVision more so far. So, okay, so you... Based on your initial reaction of the first two episodes of the of these two shows, WandaVision left you feeling more. Yes, made more me yes. made me more. <laughs> it made me more interested. And like, so at the end of the episode, I don't want to get spoilers since you actually haven't seen it. It's it's good. Okay, you definitely should watch it. Okay, but yeah, so far two episodes in. I'm not feeling it as much as I was feeling the totality yeah, of so, WandaVision. Yeah, it didn't leave However, we're not at the totality of Captain Falcon Winter Desu Chan. Nope. I think we take a break. I'm gonna let Doc take the wheel. <laughs> uh, Where are we sailing to, Captain? Did you hear about the MyPillow Guys social media app? No. It's called Frank. Um, like, let me be Frank. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard much about it other than, you know, the ridiculous title for it. Um, I forget what his name is. His name is Mike 
Isn't it like Mike Lindell or something? Yeah, it's like Mike that. Lindell. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why Mike Lindell decided to name his uh, "Let Me Be Frank." I guess Trump so, was talking about making his own social media network yeah, as that's, well. That's what I was gonna slide into. Was yes, and apparently, yours truly, the office of the former, <laughs> has decided. I mean, I don't know. There's rumors swirling amongst his uh, rumor has it former um, you know office he's sending out yeah. press releases like they're tweets it's sad yeah. hilarious and since he has been on twitter and he's kind of like you know canceled on social media the only person who may have actually been canceled uh, um, is now using cancel branding to but it looks like potentially be making his own social now, this media is, platform. this is what brings me to my point that I wrote down. Okay. What does our favorite barkeep do about this? Because you know, it's really just, here's the social media app, screenshot, or, post to Twitter. There's that age-old war that all of the internet has been having low-key underneath all of it is everything is a repost from somewhere, right? Like, yep. Twitter shit is Reddit, Reddit shit maybe Tumblr, Tumblr shit maybe 4chan, who knows. Yeah. Um, and essentially, it's how long can they maintain the spectacle of a Trump-like social media platform? First of all, what do you think it's going to be called? Do you think it's just going to be called Trump? Is it Trump talk? Or, ooh, what if it's locker room talk? <laughs> <laughs> Counter it's, it's, it's the evil version of NPR. Okay. LRT? Locker room talk. I don't know. LRP? NPR? Come on. That's. What does a Trump social media app look like? Gold. Everywhere. All the. Tr- gold. You can't read it because the gold. A, subscription, the gets, is a gold. subscription gets you a bunch of Trump steaks sent in the mail. Oh, yeah. Is it paid? Do you have to pay to be on the Trump social media app? Or is it free? Like It contributes to his 2024 presidential campaign. campaign. Oh, you know it's... Come on, like, yeah. So maybe they have, like, a free version, and then they'll have, like, an ad-free version. Where you get, like, an automated email from, yeah. from Trump every and day. You get, like, Trump-specific... Hey, I hope you love me. I'm still here for you. <laughs> Trump-specific emojis and shit. Make America great again stickers and shit like that. Oh, man. Uh, are we... Are we helping them? Oh my god. <laughs> They're like, alright everybody, the flood. They're really Take fucking notes. smart. Take notes! Ted's, Ted's like, hey! Oh my Scribbling god. down some notes over there, the NSA. Hey Ted, how you uh, doing? Jesus, man. Jesus, man. I don't... I mean, it seems like a logical step, right? Because there were the rumors in 2016 when he was running that if he loses, he was gonna start his own like news network and that's yeah like that's that. what i was so leaning towards him probably like just get, like cannibalizing oan or yeah uh essentially or you know taking over the drudge report in some kind of way like some something online trump bart yeah uh, <laughs> um so because it certainly wouldn't be bright trump <sighs> yeah i don't know so guys be on be on the fucking lookout <laughs> for that because that may be a thing soon all these gab followers and all these uh what was oh jesus what was the other one i forgot what it was called that quick 
Oh, I have a wild ass transition for you. Uh, yeah, go ahead, cause I'm not going anywhere. With I just this. need to—I re- need to remind you that Trump shits himself, and the Suez Canal is constipated. I feel like <laughs> that was good, and you know. No, I feel like you reached for that. <laughs> I mean, blocked up, maybe. <laughs> Backed up, sure. Constipated though. I don't know. I saw this great tweet punching up and they were the cold. They were like, imagine being the first boat to pass through the sea. That went right over your fucking head, B. Punching up, punching up over the goddamn. I can't even do the joke again because it was so fucking good. It's frustrating me (laughs) to have to repeat it. You're just gonna have to like listen for it when you run it back. Go, go, keep going. I saw this great tweet. The first boat to pass through the Suez Canal after it gets cleared has the chance to do the greatest practical joke of all time. You know what that would be? Blocking it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, that is exactly what I was going to say. Oh, That's man. fucking hilarious. That is pretty fucking funny. Oh, man. So, do we talk about the Colorado Georgia shootings? Do we know? What do you know about the Colorado shooting? Because I don't know much other than it happened in a grocery store. I don't know much either, except it's hits headlines for not even a full day at this point. We get to go outside again. (laughs) Aren't you guys happy we get to go outside again? (laughs) Oh, man. Come on, didn't you guys want to go outside again? Like, come on. Is this what we wanted to go outside for? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's hard to even really add anything. You know, I usually, me, you know, normally I'm the one that likes to add something of substance to the discussion. Yeah. And I didn't, that there wasn't really much information I could see other than. I resent that a little. Continue. <laughs> you let it slide for so long. Yeah, just kind of like how we've let these mass shootings slide for so long. Ah, you like how I did that there. Not how he, we, we, but we don't like how these mass shootings keep happening. Come on, I'm on a roll. No. Nope. <laughs> Look, um, so Biden is considering using his executive powers to pass some kind of um, gun legislation and the infamous Ninth Circuit Court yep. just... It ruled that laws denying open carry are deemed constitutional. Exactly. Now that is a very distinct difference It's very than saying that open carry is well. unconstitutional. Right. <laughs> that is a very distinct difference. Right, right. So open carry is still constitutional, but laws regulating open carry who are deemed right, constitutional. constitutional. Exactly. Because this isn't the fucking Wild West anymore, guys. We don't, like, do we really, like, you know, first we get these incels shooting up massage parlors and college campuses and We've got these neo-Nazis running rampant and, like, literally running over people and shit like that. We should have Banky back on now that mass shootings are back. (sighs) I mean, I feel like I'm going to defend Banky here. I feel like he would agree that this is Mm -hmm. out of fucking hand. Um, I don't think that he would, you know, I don't 
necessarily I'm sure he'll be in the group chat as soon as he hears this yep. episode with his opinion um, so we could give you guys a follow up on mm-hmm. what Mankey thinks but he does want to own his flamethrower though I mean I look if you can give me a good enough reason as to why you should own a flamethrower and if you are willing to register that you own a flamethrower and as long as you are willing to take safety courses every so often for your flamethrower well for starters the answer to the first question is why does he need one because he wants one he wants yeah, flamethrowers exactly and why because they're flamethrowers they're cool and i want you know i wanted to drive a car and, you know, I guess there's argument to be said that I don't have to retake my driver's license test every now and again as long as I continue to show up and renew my driver's license test before well, it here's, expires. The like, thing is, is you don't need to take your driver's license test because if you break enough traffic laws, you'll get enough points. Exactly. So, yeah, there we go. Like, just apply. How about that? At the simplest, can If we... you have a certain number of mass shootings... Then they'll take no. away your gun registration. God damn it. God damn it. Uh, so sliding in to... Um, Can you imagine what a gun registration course would be it. like? It would be like a, uh, a driver's course. Someone's was there so next to you. To let this go. And they, <laughs> like, they would have pop-up things and be like, Robber! Civilian! What is wrong with you? What is wrong? Um, so sliding in to our last, I guess, headline or real discussion. For... Oh, before you said, we mentioned Colorado. There was also a shooting in Georgia. Yeah. And we think there was a third shooting, but we haven't found that out yet. So, I mean, I feel like we America. already talked about the shooting in Georgia. There, there's not much else that can be said other than, um, I think to deny a connection between a lot of these largely publicized shootings um and not to or i guess to deny the connection between the ones that we've seen happening so far i and like i said i don't know much about the colorado shooting so i don't know if it's connected to um nationalism the way some of these other shootings have been connected to um but also gun violence is it's still on a rise um i was listening to tdz and they were talking about how mass shooting statistics are kind of skewed at the moment because of the way we define mass shootings it's like four more people well, not statistics can be worse to say anything well yeah but the way we actually define mass shootings i guess in order to document them is four more not including the shooter and um, gun sales went up last year as everybody was on lockdown. You know, smaller events also went up. So, you know, less than four, but you know, not, I guess, but violent crime has been up last year, even with people being locked in their houses and stuff like that, you know, home invasions and things of that nature are up. And not to scare everybody, but these uh it just goes to show you if we haven't been out that fucking long like that's what fucks me up it's like yo the shit i'm people are over here worried that we're 
you know, running to the finish line too soon and we're going to trip before we actually get there with the whole COVID vaccine outrun. And niggas is literally out here busting their guns <laughs> for this shit. So, I don't know, guys. Get it together. In the meantime, I was uh, reading this article on this I don't know, this website, Visual Capitalist, and it was talking about the... Um, it's a weird website for you to look at. <laughs> well, you know, I was diving, doing my headline scrub as I do. The article claimed to be putting the unemployment disparity between Gen Z and um, everybody else, putting Gen Z in its own... First of all, let's start from there. This article puts Gen Z in its own category Versus the combined uh, work efforts of... All of the other generations. All of the other generations. (laughs) It takes international data for the Gen Z um, unemployment rate. And the data, I believe, was collected last year. Yeah, it's OECD, which is some international organization i i don't have the information right in front of me at the moment and all the data was collected in 2020 but you know the unemployment rates but essentially i don't even really care about this graph what i really like got like fascinated by was the way that they grouped gen z right it's 15 to 24 year olds versus 25 to 74 year old right and it's the working rate so we're talking about the working rate (laughs) of 15 year olds yep and i find that wild you know this is an international organization that is including their work rate in international unemployment perspectives so it's like why do we feel like it's necessary to include teenagers in the unemployment rate like do we really they can't even vote so yeah exactly at 15 from 15 to 18 we really expect them to be functioning members of like the market society i guess is what i'm thinking or like of the labor like (laughs) the labor sector like i guess i i don't know because i get the point of a teenager working like a summer job for like three to four months yeah but do you include that and i didn't see that i mean there were some people when we went to high school that had work work permit work permits as a senior no i totally i had one of those too like i had enough credits as a senior to be able to take a to only go to school every other day so I could go to work, right? But I was also, like, 18 when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I could see you starting this data poll at 18 to 24. Yeah. Right, but 15 to 24, like, that kind of blew my mind. And it made me, like, search to see if 15-year-olds are included in other unemployment statistics and it seems like in a lot of them they are included (laughs) as viable working members of society i bring it up to help put things there's really that many packs on jobs out there (laughs) that's my point like what do we expect 15 year olds to be doing like 
<laughs> working at libraries and stuff like that. And then, you know, the on the opposite end of the spectrum, the oldest working age was 74. <laughs> yeah. 74. So think about that, right? Like in the day and age that we live in, we expect people to be working from ages 15 to, to 74. 74. <laughs> we expect you to spend that much of your life. <laughs> but do you get my point here? Yes. Like part of this is... I can understand, as somebody who likes to try and see both sides, uh, even though I hate the argumentative strategy of both sides in an argument, I do like to examine both sides of an argument. And I see the need for productive members of society early on and well into their experience. But to include them in data pools and graphs and statistics that will then later be used to justify odds and means is absurd to me you, you get it like that's that's the part that i find weird it's like i mean when we this is i guess essentially right because We've been having this overarching theme of social responsibility. So it's like looking the more, at this The more crazier thing to me is that it's a not the 39% unemployment. It's the 61% employment. We were going from, to school from like, what, 7 to 3 every weekday? Yeah, but that also these are different states, right? So in the United States here, we have... Remember the... Uh, oh, right. They're done by country. So, yeah. The United States has a Gen Z unemployment rate of around 18%. Okay, so it's not showing it you, by the specific 16 age. 16 to 18%. No, it is... Uh, the specific age range is 15 to 24. I'm talking about, like, how many 15-year-olds specifically. Oh, and like, no. Yeah. No, but from the age ranges of 15 to 24 in the United States, the unemployment rate is around. Because I was going to say, there's probably very few 15-year-olds that are actually working. That's it's right, just hard. Do we expect them to be working? Why the fuck do we expect 15-year-olds to be working? I get having a summer job. Yeah, maybe working at like a smoothie shack or a hot dog fucking stand. Yeah. But like, why are we including them in statistics that will then later be used to say things like, the Zoomers are lazy. <laughs> you feel what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I do. That's that's my point. Is It's graphs like this that make it look like Gen Z, who I feel like, I don't know, like, and then I didn't see anywhere what they include. Like, I don't think they include self-employed Zoomers, right? Because how many of them are Cash selling? Cash from TikTok? <laughs> no, fuck. Not just that, but I mean selling shit, crafts and shit on Etsy and all. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's stuff like that that I feel like socially you have to be responsible and look out for when you hear statistics like 16 to 18% of Gen Z is unemployed. Like, because yeah. then you have to look at the age range and it's like not just the age range, but what is also included in their you know their idea of employment um and yeah why do we expect 15 year olds to really like 
<laughs> be functioning parts of society. I do not Their know bodies that. don't even function all the way. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. So like, I mean, I think it's insane. Like, yeah, I get some 15 year olds can work. Some have to, but like, I was a full-time student as a, I mean, that's a sophomore in high school. It's still, yeah, exactly, right? Like, this isn't like, I guess in Iowa, you know, some 15-year-olds may hold, you know, down some summer jobs on the farm and shit like yeah. that. And I said, you know, working shifts at a fucking footlocker and wearing a McDonald's hat is humbling, right? Like, I do understand the need for young kids to work or get work experience at an early age. But right? to expect them to? Especially, like, and this is coming from somebody who held his first job at, like, 12 years old. I got a paper route, and <laughs> I worked that bitch every Wednesday and Saturday for years. Like, I, just, I, think, I just traded and sold Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I also went door-to-door, like, door to I started doing door-to-door sales at, like, fucking 12 years old. Cutco or, or, uh... No, for the Capital Gazette. Yeah. I was about to say, was it Cutco or was it, uh, Home Fix? (laughs) Technically, it was for the Maryland Gazette. But, I mean, yeah, no. I mean, so this is coming from somebody who's been working from an early age. (laughs) Like, my stepdad used to take me on, um side jobs that he would do because he was a brick mason and stuff like that and i would of course just be the gopher like hand me this tool pass me that trial mix this for me (laughs) that kind of shit like so i'm not unfamiliar to being a young person in the working environment but i don't i also being that kind of person i can totally understand why a child should be more focused on their education and just kind of being a child yeah you know what i mean so essentially that's all i really had um to say about that this is clearly written by a millennial too i think it was written by a millennial um no i think it was or i think it was written by somebody who was gen z uh avery coop like i said published for the uh visual capitalist she's probably a millennial Nothing That's why her. we had the Zoomer report, and we're gonna have a a, uh, a Gen Z on in the upcoming weeks. We want to yep. make sure that we as millennials actually still stay connected. <laughs> it's Gen X, you're cool that. too. It's about you know we throwing the line out there and we trying to reel that net in and get the stuff that may be going missed because it's a whole lot and get that bag (laughs) and get that bag reel that bag (laughs) but not for advertisers aren't we pretty there's a whole lot to try and consume being thrown your way and that's why we started this shit because sometimes some shit can get out of reach and And some stuff just gets lost (laughs) in the tide because ain't none of this is normal. None of this is normal. Y'all be safe out there. Deuces! Look, it's a flood! It's a flood! It's flooding! Get away! Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground! Open the floodgates!
talk about it black is time to 